Could you please introduce yourself? My name's Sally Ingleton. I'm a producer and director of documentary. Are you a filmmaker, an activist (laughs) or both? Uh, Look, I see myself as being a a filmmaker. Um, I've I've never really attended demonstrations. And a lot of the films that I've made have been about the environment. And they've either been like natural history stories or people and wildlife stories or, you know, nature science stories. Political leaders aren't doing much about about the threat of climate change. I thought, well, it would be interesting to explore the people who are deciding to actually take frontline action because they're fed up with um, political leaders. And so that was sort of the genesis of the film, really. You know, originally I wanted to make a film that looked at the environment movement and, and particularly the history of the environment movement in Australia. And as I started researching it, I got more and more involved in the frontline action that was taking place. The, the title of the film, uh, Wild Things, A Year on mm-hmm. the Frontline of mm-hmm. Environmental Activism, that suggests a logistical nightmare to me. Mm-hmm. D- is that true? Is that how... It turned out? It definitely was challenging because some days I would have five crews filming all over the place (laughs) trying to gather information. And I also relied heavily on activists themselves um, who pretty well everyone's got a phone and they're recording their stories, they're filming actions and activists were very, very generous, you know, in terms of sharing their footage. And so a lot of that immediate action-based footage is is very much a part of the texture of the film. I'm interested in the dynamic that arises when activists take direct action. You know, they're often quite on edge because some of the actions that they take are quite scary. Now, Mm -hmm. firstly, did you film any sequences showing the relations between the activists and the workers involved in the mining or the logging? There's a scene where a huge semi-trailer truck literally barrels into a bunch of protesters that are blocking a gate and nearly runs all these protesters over. And the protesters were terrified, but they stood their ground and they refused to to budge and be intimidated by, you know, a, a very angry truck driver who, you know, was screaming abuse and... Um, you know, calling people doll bludgers and so on. And then they were, they're not doll bludgers. They're, they're people with ordinary jobs that have taken time out of their jobs to go to the front line. And you really see that in the film. You see that there are people from all different backgrounds that are, that are wanting to make a difference in some way. The environmental movement has often had um, a very mixed relationship with workers and their organisations and unions and sometimes unions have been um, really in the forefront of some of the environmental struggles. In this film did you seek any input from workers organisations? The the point of the film was to really show what it's like to go to the front line and why people are choosing to become frontline activists and in a way you know the film I think it's very inspiring because you do meet all kinds of people and you hear their stories and you see that people are prepared to put their bodies on the line in order to stop um, an ancient rainforest from being felled or, 
in order to stop new coal mines from being built. And workers, in many cases, the people who are going to the front line, I mean, they're electricians, they're plumbers, they're teachers, they're, they're, they're people from all kinds of walks of life. Um, in the case of the Adani coal mine, you know, there were a number of times where groups of workers would go up to that site. So there would be healthcare workers who would go en masse and do a series of protests on behalf of healthcare workers and unions involved in healthcare. Um, so certainly, you know, workers are involved. And I think if you look at um, the school strike movement, which which happened, you know, which was very big in 2019 when people were allowed to go and protest in the streets, a lot of the people protesting were unions. Um, and unions, all different kinds of unions, wanted to join that strike because they believed in climate action. And, you know, workers and unions have always been very much at the forefront of caring for the environment. You mentioned that uh, a lot of your filming was done in 2019, pre-COVID. And as mm -hmm. you'll recall, uh, the former Greens leader in Australia, Bob Brown, ran a very strong anti-Adani campaign during the 2019 federal election. This brought him up to Queensland in an anti-Adani convoy and he drew large crowds of people in northern New South Wales and Brisbane. Did your film shed any light on this tactic that he was employing? He went right into the heartland of the coal industry in Queensland. What did you think of that as a tactic given the outcome of the federal election? I think, you know, Bob and his convoy went all the way up to Mackay and they did travel down to Claremont which is in central Queensland so that's a town that's probably one of the closest towns to um, the, the site of the of the Carmichael mine or the Adani mine and obviously but with you know with uh, I guess a, a rally of people turning up into a, into coal country um, you know, it certainly got a lot of the got the backs up of a lot of the the locals. And Bob took his uh, convoy to that location because he was invited to go there by the traditional owners of that country, the Wangan and Jugalingu people. So that was why he went. Um, you know, the traditional owners wanted him to come, and they wanted to hold a large rally um, as an opportunity to talk about you know, how their their traditional land would be desecrated by the building of, that, of this coal mine. There are three films that have come out uh, in, in a small space of time touching on the same topic. There's the Forest Defenders fight for the Tasmanian Tarkine Forest. There's the cry of the forest about the Western Australian struggle uh, to stop the logging of native forests. You are... Launching the film in, uh, in Melbourne on the 4th of February, and one of the uh, speakers is uh, Dr. Lisa Searle. She's from the Bob Brown Foundation, and she's uh, very much uh, a key person in the film Forest Defenders, um, the fight for the Tarkine. So how did, was there a sharing of information across the, the three different filmmakers, or how did that come about? Wild Things is a very different film to Forest Defenders. Wild Things has been in production for over three years. 
the film was finished in uh, in late late August. So the film was you know well and truly advanced you know before the Forest Defenders film came about. Lisa, so um, I've been filming Lisa for well over a year. Wild Thing tells the story of three frontline action campaigns. So that's the campaign to save the Tarkine rainforest in Tasmania, the Sopadani campaign in Queensland, and the school strike movement, um, which largely uh, grew out of a group of teenagers in Melbourne and then and then you know went national and then global. So my film also looks at the history of frontline action in Australia. So we. We tell a story about the Green Band in Sydney. We tell a story about the training of the people who fought to save the Trania Creek rainforest. We tell a story about the Franklin River. And we also tell a story about the Jabaluka blockade, which stopped the building of a uranium mine in the Northern Territory. So it's just a, it's a much, it's a broader, you know, a, a bigger a bigger film. And it's a, it's a professional. It, you talked about the film uh, starting in Melbourne. So the um, Wild Things is going to be released nationally and the first screening will be in Brisbane at the New Farm Cinema on January the 29th and we'll be doing a Q&A after the screening. So really those tickets are on sale now, so really encourage um, people in Brisbane to go along to that screening and um, it'd be lovely to you know, hear your questions and, and, you know, answer some of your concerns or thoughts about the film. And then and then it will continue at the New Farm Cinema, basically for as long as people, you know, want to buy tickets and go and see it. So the film is being released right around Australia, um, you know, from the end of January. And, yeah, we really hope that, you know, many, many people want to come, come and see the film and, and get a, I suppose, be inspired about what it's like to actually get involved in frontline environmental action.